Welcome to the Ghost in a Shell podcast. This is the place where we get to challenge the status quo, think outside the box, get as creative as we could possibly do so, do some storytelling, and along the way, maybe share some ideas, learn some wisdom or some knowledge, uh, share some knowledge, perhaps gather up some insight and inspiration and go and turn it into opportunity within our lives. So today I want to shout out a local business that you can actually contact if you have any trash or dump removal. Um, they are actually called the Dump Pros. You can find them through this phone number, which is 559-904-2244. And what their business site says, we are the Dump Pros, your local junk removal and dumpster rental service. We can do same-day pickups, no job is too small, curbside pickups, shed, spa, demo. Um, not sure? You can just ask, text, call, or find us on social media. And they also say, let's talk trash. So you can find them on Instagram at the Dump Pros. <clears throat> and the website is currently getting worked on. So I'll have an update for that as well in the next podcast episode when I do have another shout out for the next uh, business. Um, besides that, again, I just wanted to shout out the Dump Pros and thank you guys for all the uh, blessings and amazing conversations that we have always got to have in, in life. And I love you guys very much. <clears throat> Hopefully this can help you out and bring you in some more um, business as well. And again, uh, just thank you guys for everything that you do. Uh, shout out to the Dump Pros. <clears throat> so today I want to talk about uh, let me pull up from my notes. I'm going to go ahead and keep recording and keep this as um, not perfect as possible. <laughs> so today I'm talking about investing into those who will make a move or change, right? So um, finding out when you're investing in somebody that's actually going to make a move or make a change in their life to go on to do something great. This is how, how you can identify and how you can... Um, have that those kinds of conversations because sometimes it gets a little awkward and other times you might talk to this person a lot and, and actually give them input, genuine input. And when it comes down to it, you never see them take the jump, right? You never get to witness them and, and it's like almost, um, it's almost a sad thing to, to experience that. When you genuinely want to be able to um, see somebody go and do great things, right? You you probably have identified something that is amazing about them and you tell them every single time, but it's like, they just don't get it. So here's three methods or key, key points that you can uh, use within those kinds of conversations and with um, just working your way in the conversation, right? Within and working your way through the conversation, excuse me. So first off is learning to identify when you're making the best of your time, your words, your investment, and your abilities. Because obviously your time is important. Everybody's time is important, right? Um, we've talked about this in multiple podcasts where time is going one way, buddy. We all share the same clock. Um... Unfortunately, the realities around us might not be the same, 
For some of us, there's high class, middle class, lower class. For others, there's just one class. And for many others, there's um, thousands of different classes. And it's just... Uh, what, I, what I've been really um, encouraged about internally with sharing is that um, wealth is not defined by what you see. It's defined by what is within you. That's why I say that there's so much potential in you. But if you're not the one that is um, constantly digging not like a dog, but like digging within you like an arch, like an archaeologist, right? If you're not searching for those bones within yourself, um, you know, how can you, how can you be uh, the creator to put that meat around those bones and, and really find the substance that could change your life, right? To see a re different reality. Because for a long time, I was in that kind of mindset where... Um, I wanted to make change, but I couldn't figure out that it was first me that needed to change. And identifying that was the most difficult task ever. To some people, it's the easiest. To others, it could be the hardest. And it could be the, you know, for a long time, I had a, I had issues looking at the person in the mirror. <laughs> I mean, now if you ask me, I think I'm pretty handsome. <laughs> And as I'm saying this, I'm talking to myself with nobody around. <laughs> no, but um, seriously, humbly, I, I do believe that it's just um, what I was hearing on the inside wasn't matching up with um, what I was talking about at one time, at one period of my life, and I wasn't happy with that. And though there were plenty of things that could have showed me, I was, like I was making good money at the time. I was, my family and my life uh, my life with my family was was really a, in a thriving moment, but yet I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So again, I was in such a negative mindset that I didn't realize that it was just my mindset that had to change a little. And people were identifying some amazing abilities within me, but I couldn't see it. So this is what we're talking about when um, you are finally that person and you learn to identify those things within a person, right? That is constantly a, what we call them a negative Nancy. Because when shit hits the fan, let's just be honest. Um, sometimes we're not always so humbled. Sometimes we're not always so positive. And I can be very truthful about that. It is a difficult time when it's a difficult time, right? But for other people... They thrive in those moments, right? It's like the, I, I, I hate to bring this um, metaphor or analogy up, but it's like the stocks. When when the whole stock market is, is crashing, there are some people that are just th thriving at that time. And they're either make the wisest choice to, you know what I mean? If the market keeps crashing down and it keeps going, keeps going down, obviously you don't want to lose a lot of your investment. Right. So if it was you investing into the person, you would only want to invest so much. Right. You would. It's not that you're being a bad person by saying, look, I've 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 done enough already. Um, you know, I mean, I've, I've given you all that I possibly could and I've expressed to you and identified things within you as much as I possibly could. Now it's time for you to just go and do the work. Right. But when the start there are some individuals that when the stock market is crashing and tumbling, they thrive in those times. And 
they're able to either make the kind of executive decision that will pull them out at the right time or that won't pull them out at the right time, right? And it won't be that kind of executive decision. So um, <clears throat> that is where we're painting the picture around is learning to identify when you're making the best of your time. If somebody isn't wanting to make the real change that they're, they say that they're, they're um, doing, at least they're, they're speaking about it. You know what I mean? But when you've, when you've constantly nailed it into them, like, you got this, you can go do it. All you got to do is go do it. You know what I mean? Go, go and be positive. Go and take on the change talk. Go and, and take on the positive talk and, and, you know, make them intertwine and go, go make that change. Obviously, you got to learn when to pull your investment out and when to um, keep investing. Well, I mean, you don't have to. All I'm saying is you can learn how, when to do so. So there are um, there are characteristics of that of learning um, when obviously a negative Nancy is somebody that is always blaming others, um, something somebody that is always being very negative about what the future could be, okay. And I'm telling you from experience because I was in that I was in that mindset before. I recently put out a spoken word it was my first spoken word talking about the same thing and it was a mindset and um it's a poor mindset so this is where i came up with the revelation that wealth is defined by what you have on the inside right um they say that what is it in the bible it's i'm not trying to take this to the bible but um something is just ringing in my mind it is blessed are the poor in spirit okay so there is your perfect example. If somebody is a negative Nancy, they're already blessed. Just let them keep living in the grace and the mercy that they're abounding. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're swimming in. So being able to identify that and get to getting to move on to find the, the person, which would be one of our next key points, right, um, to invest into. So when the market does finally reach its low if we if we take it back to the analogy of the investor as far as a day trader or whatever when the market finally hits rock bottom right now there are people who buy in at that time now there are people where you can buy in at that time and you and you see or you you hear all the key words in their in the way that they talk they're finally starting to get that um um what is it called that identifier within themselves like hey i've already hit bottom now it's time to start picking myself up right and there's a certain way that that individuals will start to talk at that time so being able to find where those people are at is is a, is a different story if you're actively looking for people like that you know what i mean um <clears throat> again the only reason i'm bringing this up is because uh, I believe that your time is important and sometimes you can be blind of where you're investing your time and and just keep speaking to a wall without knowing that you're speaking to a wall. So when you can identify these little key things, um, it's really helpful so, the, so that way you can kind of be like, hey, you know, I've done my best, but now it's up to you. Eventually, you got to let the baby, you got to start leading the baby off of the breast milk. And you got to let the baby start coming a little bit more independent. You know what I mean? 
there's a stage where you start winging the baby off. <laughs> and whether the baby keeps crying or not, you got to have this, got to have it in you to just be like, I know I'm doing the right thing. And eventually this person will come back around. So that's all we're saying. Now, um, that's what we mean by the negative Nancy. And obviously once, once they're at that rock bottom stage, that's probably where you can be able to step in and be like, hey, you had to get there so that way I could get, you know what I mean? That way I could step in now. I already understood the future because I've been there before. And then you show up at the right time looking like Superman to them. And they're like, man, thank you for this. Um, so anyways, uh, number two is when you're in these kinds of conversations, this is a very, this is something I learned. Oh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was on a TED Talk. And I'm so sorry, but I will give credit to TED Talks because I can't remember exactly who it is on the top of my head. If it if it wasn't from TED Talks, then it was from um from let me go look. Let me go look. Let me go look. Let me go look. That's why I said I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it rolling. Jordan Peterson. It was either from him or TED Talks. One of the two. Um this is something I learned from from them is that be the leader of the conversation, comma, humbly. Right? Humbly meaning um, you don't get too far ahead of yourself with a big head when you are in those kinds of conversations and, uh, you don't defile or not defile, but you don't put the person so down that they don't even want to, you know, ever talk with you again, right? There's a humble way to go about things and it's completely up to you whether your methods of, you know, letting somebody know like, Hey, I got to step away and let you go and, you know, do your thing. Um, whether you got your own way, this is just, you know, some possible advice you could take, but it's something that I learned and it helps me, um, in my conversations every single day. Uh, I, I like to go and learn some things and apply them as soon as I possibly could. Sometimes it takes a while for my work to start, uh, picking up <laughs> and other times it's instantly. So this is why I say that. Be the leader of the conversation. So let's say that you have knowledge or wisdom, aka experience, in a certain topic within the conversation, and you are the conversation starter. Now, um, you've started the conversation, so now you're that makes you the leader, right? Makes you the leader in some way, and you're doing it humbly. Um, when you do so, for you to get... Um, the point across and for you to still have empathy within getting your point across to a person that is being a negative Nancy. Um, all you can do is be there for the moral support and gently let them in on the key insights. Because what I, from what I remember being in those times, I wanted to hear the positive thing and I also wanted to hear the change talk. But it was so hard for me to hear when somebody was um, actually giving me all the key insights that I needed at that time. Um, it was hard for me to take it and really soak it in until down the road. Obviously, is when it's down the road, that person shows up again like, uh-huh, now it's time for me to step in. And they look like Superman, right? <laughs> so... 
leading the conversation is is uh gently letting them know I have this kind of experience. I've been in this place before. And from in the future I can tell that this is where you're headed if you stay in this way, right? And this is where you could go if you go this way. Obviously, you've been in different places and it makes you the leader of that conversation because they don't have those key insights where you are um, spiritually, right? Uh, because you have gone through different things that others haven't gone through and obviously that the person ha might not have gone through. And let them know, like, hey, maybe for a month or two, or maybe for a couple of weeks, we need to not just, we just need to not talk. We need to have some space. You need your time alone, right? And if you don't need your time alone, spend it with your loved ones, right? Sometimes this kind of negative Nancy or this person is like a good friend or, or even a family member or even an aunt or an uncle or even a cousin or a husband or a wife. It could be anybody. But if you're in a good place, it doesn't mean that you're letting them down by not being there. You, uh, how do I put this? It's being the North Star, right? You're being like the hiking guide. And all you're doing is, before you go on the hike, you're explaining um, the map, right? We're going to go to this checkpoint, to this checkpoint, to this checkpoint. But in order for us to get to this second checkpoint, I have to leave you alone for you to try to navigate, for you to make those little mistakes so that way when you get to this one first checkpoint, I can show you exactly what I meant. And you'll understand that I did have experience and I did have understanding and I did have insights and, and so on. And now, you know what I mean? Being the leader of the conversation, humbly. And then finally, once you get to that point of the map, right, they see you as Superman, a.k.a. the North Star. And you both get there together. Maybe you are now the person that has to hear those kind of words that you had just previously spoke to, to this person, right? It, it, it can go hand in hand. There's m millions of ways things can go. But maybe you're just stronger or maybe you're just blessed and the other person is getting to that blessed place. It's just it's, um, being able to do things in a, in a real positive way for that person to take on the change talk and actively make the change. So anyways, that's number two. And here's number three. Don't press your positive beliefs, but paint them. Paint them when the opportunity presents itself or create a way to paint your favorite belief that has helped you stay grounded or firmly planted. So this is, um, I'm going to have to go give the props in this next example that I give. And, uh, the way that I'm saying is by using storytelling. Every, if you go and listen to TED Talks, if you go and listen to um, inspiring coaches or just people that give amazing um, speeches, 
there's always some kind of storyline involved. So storytelling is a way to keep people interested and it's a way to articulate something special, right? Um, obviously, movies have storylines. <laughs> there's an intro, a body, a conclusion, and an end. There's a storyteller, storytelling method to it. And um, finding your special way of approach to articulate your story. And uh, let me give you a, an example. Recently, um, my new boss gave me this book called The Coffee Bean. I got it right here. It's called The Coffee Bean. If you have not heard of it, the book is um, written by John Gordon and Damon West. Now, the book is based on Damon West's story. I got the book. It's like a 50-something page book. And it's illustrated in a way that you can read it to your kids. I haven't got to that yet, but I have read it for myself. And I've been waiting for the right opportunity to read it with my kids. But at the, the, the point I'm getting at is that the storytelling of the story, it starts out like this. Um, the main ideas were if you put a carrot in water and boil the carrot what happens to the carrot think about that now if you answered correctly you would say that the carrot would turn soft right now the next story is if you put an egg in a pot of boiling water what happens to the egg think about that one if you got it pretty fast, obviously it turns hard, right? So the carrot turns soft and the egg turns hard. So we got two opposites. Now, when you put a coffee bean inside of a pot of boiling water, what happens to the coffee bean? Now, if you got this one right, Think about it like this. The coffee bean eventually turns into coffee. It turns the water into what the coffee bean is, right? Or, in other words, there's multiple ways how you can paint the picture. The coffee bean stays hard until eventually it turns the water into coffee. And then the way that my boss explained it is that the coffee bean makes the environment shift to its energy. It's like saying that, right? So no matter what the coffee bean goes through, it keeps its coffee bean, <laughs> um, it, keep, it keeps its coffee bean story. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It's just a way of saying that, um, or, or perhaps saying like lukewarm or you're living hot all the time, you're living cold, but obviously your found if you have a strong foundation your foundation will not be rocked now this is um also linked um very amazingly with uh my second part my second book and i i've been talking about it a, a little bit one of the chapters it's the five rivers the five rivers that are most important that i believe that are most important is your physical health your spiritual health your financial health, your um, relationship and partnership health, and your mindset health. I almost forgot it. I was like, wait, which one is it? <laughs> and all of those go um, 
hand in hand with each other. Um, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing how you can paint a picture around something, right? So this is what we're saying. When you don't press your positive beliefs, but paint them when the opportunity presents itself or create a way to paint your favorite belief that has helped you stay grounded or firmly planted. Now, the thing that has helped me is believing that those five rivers are important, right? So I go on, now I'm writing a book about it and saying like, this is what I've learned, this is what I've experienced and articulating the story around it. Those are the, that's that one positive belief that I've got that I believe painting or articulating and painting a story around is important for somebody else to be able to go and pick up, right? Obviously, people go and they use their testimony and partially what I'm using too. So, I mean, if you have this one positive belief that you use, that you hold on dearly to, like Scarface had his own. First you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the... <laughs> you know what I mean? He had a couple of them, but probably not the best example. <laughs> Uh, is just saying, if you have that positive belief, find a way, if it if it doesn't come up in those kind of conversations with negative Nancy, and um, find, a, find a way to paint a picture around it. Here's an example of how you can paint a picture around it. So let's say that, um, let's say it's like a grape field, right? <clears throat> it's like a grape field that has been picked and and then on one side of the road on the other side of the road there is a grape field that has been picked right so let's say for instance that you're in the middle of a road and on the left side of the road there is a whole field of grapes that haven't been picked and then on the right side of the road there is a field of grapes that have been picked so there's nothing on the right side and there's uh, on the on the left side a field full of, of grapes. My question would be, where do you think you're gonna make your best investment? If you you don't even have to be a farmer to understand that. If you go to the left side, right now, it's not making you choose any good or bad side. This is merely just saying um, at the time when the stock market is down, where do you believe? Or how would you identify that somebody is worth your investment to go and pick, right? Either pick their brain to find out what their problem is, aka negative Nancy's problem, or to go pick the brain of somebody else that is at a different checkpoint in their life and they actually are speaking the, the language of change talk, right? And they're not in the necessity place where they need change talk and positive talk because there's a difference i don't believe i've um, got into the these two yet but i i, I think that's going to be the next podcast is change talk versus positive talk positive talk is motivational and inspirational and it can in in the on the inspirational side it can it can um encourage you to do something it can you it can like build up your energy to do it but eventually you got to come back to get some more, right? You got to come back to get what you need. And I don't like to say this, but if you don't, if you, if you're find out how to be responsible over it, so it doesn't become a drug, the inspiration part, um, you eventually get to the place where you can inspire yourself. 
But learning how to do it from someone else is where you'll learn how not to let it become a drug, right? Or the motivation part. So anyways, if you took the negative Nancy and then the person that is not the negative Nancy and they're already speaking the language of change talk, where would you make the investment if they were a field of empty grapes and a field of full of grapes, right? I would say, negative Nancy, take the map, get to your next destination, I'll come back to you. Um, the grapes, right, the, the, the person with the change talk and full of grapes, they might just need a little bit of, um, what is it, actionable change talk. They might need the game plan, they might need the um, blueprint, and maybe they have a blueprint and they just need a little bit of shifting with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? There's there's multiple um, different avenues where this could go on either side. But the point we're trying to make is if if you are the kind of person that likes investing your time into others, then you these are different ways how you can identify where your time is going to be well invested and where your time will be wasted at that time. Not saying that it's being your time is being wasted in a bad way, but we are saying that it's just not the time yet when it comes to negative Nancy, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, again, make sure you let negative Nancy know that uh, stay close to family, don't isolate yourself because isolation can be turned into a good thing, it just matters how you do it. And the change talk versus positive talk here's the difference. When it's change talk, somebody is actively making the moves to go and change. When it's positive talk, the person needs the breast milk. And they need that breast milk to keep surviving. And sometimes they need both. When they need both, they need the milk, meat and the milk for you to keep them um, afloat on the boat and unafraid and ready to learn how to take um, not take the commands, but take on courage and start making actionable moves towards change talk. So uh, it's kind of like saying pre-seed and then getting them to seed. Anyways, I hope this episode was very um, helpful. These are the things that I've just learned throughout this year. And um, I've really been thinking about what it is that I really want to keep putting into these podcasts. And I love talking about this kind of stuff. So if you found it very helpful and um, intriguing, please do, please be sure to let me know. And if you get this far into the podcast, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. I know this episode was kind of long, but again, um, I just got in the moment. I had my morning coffee and now it's time to get to my real business. <laughs> um, again, Shout out to the Dump Pros. If you didn't get catch the number, be sure to go listen to the beginning of the podcast. Check that out. And uh, if there again, if there's anything that was helpful or not helpful within this podcast, and if you think that I kind of went too far out into thought in some some cases, and maybe didn't explain things as vivid or as well as you believe that I could or should, um, be sure to let me know in the comments anywhere. Um, on the post when we when we um, publish them or uh, I believe there's a place you can do it on anchor 
if you get Anchor, there's a lot more different ways that you can stay active with the podcast. You can donate, you can uh, follow, comment, ask questions, and we can actually talk as a community. And Spotify, I have yet to, to learn more about that. Excuse me. I have to learn a lot more, a little bit of... <laughs> excuse me. I have to learn a lot more about that. And um, iTunes, I know that's it's just a place you go and listen. But anyways, um, I think I've said enough. Again, my name is Rick Rainer Jr. Thank you for stopping by the Ghost in the Shell podcast. And until next time, be blessed and keep creating your opportunities wherever possible. And if you don't think that is possible, um, start thinking about optimism, man. Be as optimistic as you possibly can. The number one thing that I've learned from getting out of the gym this past week is expect the worst, but uh, anticipate the best. Peace out.